Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is all about how to go from zero to six figures in 2023. And this came about because we are celebrating those artists who have completed that milestone and have achieved that $100,000 mark in their art business last year. We are celebrating them. It goes, I mean, we have Sam, Lissa, Lacey, a bunch of them. And the next episode that I'm going to do is advice from each of them on how they've done it or just like the main one piece of advice that they wanted to pass on to you. But I wanted to expand that a little bit further with this episode and just stay on this idea of making $100,000 because I was obsessed with that in the beginning. I thought, okay, if I can make that six-figure mark living in small town Missouri, I'm going to have it so made. I'm not going to have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. I'd be feeling like I would selling my art that at a higher level and being feeling worth something. And it really, it would just, it takes a lot of burden off because I grew up super poor and money was the topic of all the problems. And I just remember thinking, I'm never going to get out of this. I'm just going to have to work really hard and live paycheck to paycheck my whole life. And then Boom. I just had this realization several, several years ago. I was like, wait, no, I can do this. If I if there's anybody in this world who can figure out how to make money with a paintbrush and make good money with it, it's me. Or I'll just figure out how to make money online somehow <laughs> selling whatever. I don't know. But I was determined to not have money problems anymore. And <laughs> I think a lot of us think like that. And no money isn't everything. But I think there's a lot of problems that can be solved by just making a little bit more. For instance, something breaks around the house, and then I have to order a replacement. It's not that big of a deal. Whereas some of the family members that I have, they they do still live paycheck to paycheck. If something breaks, it is it ruins their week or their month because it's not in the budget and it's just it's taxing on the mind. And not only that, like just you know, day-to-day stuff, it's the freedom that comes with making a good amount of money and especially doing something you love, right? Like traveling or just having experiences. Like I was just talking to Sam Weeman in the Artist Academy who made her first $100,000 this past year. Shout out to her. And she's currently in Thailand (laughs) hanging out. And it's funny because I remember Samantha Sam, she joined the Artist Academy like right, not long after I opened it, maybe six months, so a few years ago. And I remember interviewing her and she's very well-spoken and really driven and loved what she did. And I was, I was very impressed by her, but I was a little taken back because I was like, wait, we were talking about money and she really liked the idea of living with you know, few possessions or like not being materialistic, basically. And she said that she didn't need very much to get by. And she was selling her art for very cheap prices, but she was happy. And so I was like, okay, 
good for you. That's awesome. I think differently, but if that makes you happy, great. And then I don't know what happened over the last couple of years. She just kept raising her prices and kept the demand kept being greater. And then the next thing I heard from her, she had made $100,000. And I was like, wait, what? Coming from the girl who really wanted to live simply and small. And like, I'm just, just so happy for her and just talking to her about it in our Facebook group. She's not materialistic still, but she's now gets to spend time with her husband in Thailand making memories and just having experiences that she wouldn't have been able to do, you know, selling five, ten, or less than $100 items for commissioned work like she was doing in the past. Now she's pricing really well and making money and she's getting to do awesome things because of it. Anyway, okay, let's get back to this. But this whole idea of how I would go about making six figures, I have done this in the past. Obviously, I made six figures this year, last year, and the past several years. But I remember wanting it so bad in the beginning that I tried everything. I just threw everything at the wall. I, did, I had no idea about certain things, and I put a lot of time and energy into things that didn't really profit. And so I wanted to just sit down and make this episode to talk about those things that I wasted my time with that maybe might be a wasted time for you as well, and the things that really brought in the big bucks as well for me that I think could benefit you too. And keep in mind, this is a very biased way of making six figures because it is based on my experiences and the experiences of some of the Artist Academy students that I've seen grow. And not only will I tell you how to do it, I will also tell you why. Because I tend to not listen to other people really well when they tell me to do something or when they give me a piece of unsolicited advice, like parenting advice, without giving me context behind it, like the stories or the why, or they physically show me what they're doing is affecting them in some positive way. When people tell me, hey, you should buy that product and that's it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go do it. I'm just not. If they tell me you should buy this product because I used it and this is what happened and this is why. And like, I'm like, okay, now you've talked me into it. So I'm going to be doing that with you. So what I do with people when they're giving me advice, so I typically more so, especially with parents, right? I will watch them, their habits, the results they're getting and how they got there. And I will mimic it or copy it because success leaves clues. And you can go and dissect all the things that I'm doing, seeing where I'm posting or signing up for my email lists and seeing what I'm sending out or seeing where my customers are coming from. Or I'm just going to tell you, it's not necessarily a success leaves clues type thing. I'm just going to give you the play-by-play -play of how I would make six figures this year. Okay, enough rambling. That's the intro. Okay. This is coming from the perspective of I'm imagining that this is myself and I am a new artist. However, I have already established a skill. So I am not brand new to painting. Okay. And I think that's a really big thing to point out because practice, whether it's when you're in school or when you're just practicing alone in your room for, I don't know, just, you have to get a decent skill level in order to go out and market yourself and make six figures in the same year, okay? You can go out and make money having a very basic 
skill level, it can work. But if you're going to make six figures in one year, there has to be a certain level of skill. That you, you have to be good at what you're doing in some way. So I'm imagining that I've already put in a bunch of practice. I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not super, super speedy yet. I'm not anything special, but I can paint pretty well. And okay, so I'm just going to skip over all the things of you need to practice to get good and all that. And we're just going to go straight to the business side. So I would first off pick one social media and obsess over it. And then I would just repost on all the other platforms. And I say this because every platform, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, they all have their certain trends and it's exhausting to keep up with all of them. Really, I was on TikTok for a while and it was just became too much to keep up with what's trending and then do that. And like, I like the trends that happen on Instagram reels. That is where I typically will gravitate towards. I like Instagram reels a lot. So that's where I'm at currently in my business and that's where I focus. And then I take that Instagram reel and I repost it to Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and And typically TikTok, I've been pretty lazy on that platform lately. So if you want to stick to TikTok or you want to stick to Facebook or whatever, just pick one and don't worry about the other ones. Just repost. And I'm sure that there's an app that you could download to get like an automatic just reposting that same content on all the other platforms. I don't use that. I actually have a virtual assistant nowadays that she reposts everything for me. She also listens to this podcast to make sure there's no errors. Thank you, Anne. (laughs) And if I could give you a suggestion as well, Either go really, really hard on Instagram Reels or Facebook. And specifically Facebook, post in the Facebook groups, especially if you're doing murals or any kind of niche thing. Because I have gotten so much work from posting in my local Facebook group. I've gotten so many mural jobs. And I know other artists who have gotten that too. Members of the Artist Academy, local artists here. There's so much potential if you just post your work in the local Facebook groups and go from there. Yeah. So those are my two recommendations. Pick whichever one you currently spend the most time on and obsess over it. Okay? Next. Find someone who is doing what you are doing and take in everything they are putting out. Again, success leaves clues. So if there's a muralist out there who has written a book, like I wrote the Mural Money book, there's plenty others. Like we just had Morgan Bricka on the podcast and she did the Mural Artist Handbook. There's a lot of us out there who have content or podcasts and whatnot and get something in your ear every single day that is motivating, that is on topic, at least with business or entrepreneurship or art or painting or something, whatever motivates you, because you can't underestimate this little part of it. It's so amazing what having somebody in your ear can do that is a step ahead of you or 10 steps ahead of you or is doing the thing you want to do or is just motivating in general. Having that in your ear every single day from the start of the day to as long as you can take it. (laughs) I know several friends who they don't like their very much personal development. They would much rather listen to sci-fi podcasts or whatever, criminal minds. I don't know. I'm not really into that, but (laughs) I think it's there's a correlation there because I filled my brain full of 
inspirational things on business and whatnot. And I got really far in a very short amount of time because I just, I filled my head with it. So that's what I would do. Take in everything someone is putting out and that's that. Okay. Next piece of advice. I would say yes to literally everything that came my way until I was booked out for at least a month. And so if somebody's coming at you saying, hey, can you do a pet portrait and you don't really like it, but you don't really have anything else going on, take that dang pet portrait. Because I know that the small jobs lead to the big jobs, okay? The small jobs lead to the big jobs. And I was thinking the other day, I have given away a lot of projects to Artist Academy members here in the last several months from just being pregnant and on maternity leave and whatnot. And I know in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm giving this job away. It's not very big. I don't really, I'm not interested in it, but I know that there's probably a 50% chance or more that a bigger job is going to come from it and they're going to end up getting it because they're going to be establishing the relationship with the customer. And this has happened to me many, many times in the past. I would, I'll just recommend somebody for a mural job and then that restaurant will open a new location and they want their entire restaurant painted and they're calling on the person I recommended to do it. And I'm like, oh man, I would have liked to do that, but whatever, I'm booked out. So it doesn't really matter. But the small jobs lead to the big jobs. So say yes to everything, (laughs) okay? Next piece of advice. When it comes to what I would focus on, you guys know that I am very partial, but I would focus on murals and logos. And those are the two main things because from my experience, not a lot of people do logos. And just to specify what I mean, I don't mean creating someone's logo on the computer. I mean, uh, the local car dealership sends me their Ford logo and they want me to paint it on their wall and they want it in specific Ford colors and at a specific size and a specific area. There's no mock-up with that. I don't have to create a design. I just paint certain colors on a wall and put in that podcast that I was talking about to motivate me. And that's that. And you can charge a lot of money to paint a logo. Probably the minimum amount that I do for a decent size logo, meaning maybe a three foot by eight foot logo is 1500 at the minimum. and I can do it in about a day. So thinking if I was an artist just starting out and I wasn't super fast yet, but I was pretty good, say it would take me two days and I'd make $1,500 in two days. <laughs> so what is that? $750 a day? Like you're right on the way to making $100,000 easy. Plus, people see you doing logos. They will hire you to do more logos. I remember one person saw me doing the local Ford dealership logo, and they called me up saying, hey, if, if Ford hired you, then I want to hire you because if you're good enough to do theirs, you're good enough to do mine. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but that's how people think. <laughs> if you can get in with any kind of bigger company, it really, really helps. So going and knocking on doors to the local Ford dealership or wherever and just saying, hi, I'm a muralist. You have a blank wall right there. Would you like to discuss the possibilities of filling your space with color and branding? Just starting the conversation. So next piece of advice, I would go look for jobs. I wouldn't just be posting on Instagram or Facebook wanting them to come to me, although I would be doing that. (laughs) You can more sit back and take the back seat like that later when you're booked out a couple months 
that's the easy way to do it. Although social media will generate income for you this year, the way to make sure 100% that you're going to make big money this year is to go out and start knocking on doors. And you're going to get 20 no's, one yes, but that one yes is going to get you in the door. And then somebody's going to see you painting there and you're going to get another job and another job. And it'll probably start small and they'll get bigger just like that. And so just a couple tips on when you're going around knocking on doors. Bring your iPad and have photos of past work that you've done. So again, this is a perspective of somebody who has a skill and has done stuff in the past and has things to show. So myself, and I would bring an iPad and just have that ready to literally pop up and show people. That way, once you get in the door and somebody says, okay, let me hear your ideas, you can say, okay, great. This is the stuff I've done in the past. Start with that. This is the stuff I've done in the past. So they can actually see, oh, she's not just a crafter or whatnot. She's actually good at it. And those lines are straight. And I trust her to put paint on my wall. Great. Trust is established. And now let's talk about what you want on your walls. And you can go to Google. Or before you go, you could have a couple things just as examples that you could Google. And I've done that plenty of times. I've gone to Google and just had seen this really cool, colorful graffiti style mural. And I've showed them that and be like, hey, we could do something like this. That way I'm not spending a ton of my time creating a mock-up for somebody who hasn't even said yes to talking to me yet. Have some kind of idea, but ask them what they want. So another piece of advice, take this year as the mentality of I'm going to serve my customers and take commissions and I'm going to try to get in my customer's head and bring out their vision because I see a lot of artists who we want to go the fun route, right? We want to create what we want to create in the studio all day and we want people to buy it. That is possible. I have a hard time doing that, but it is possible, but that's not the advice that I'm giving. I see other artists on Instagram doing that, and I'm like, how do they get collectors to just buy whatever they create? I haven't figured that out yet, but when I do, best bet I'll come on here and share it with you, but my business is more around taking commissions, painting what other people want me to paint, and oddly, actually, we were just talking about this in our virtual meetup here recently um, in the Artist Academy. We do a virtual meetup every week that we just, all the artists, we hop on and we talk about art and life things, and we were talking, we're like, who likes to do canvas commissions? None of us did, really, but we're like, wait, doing mural commissions is just different. It's just way more fun, and I'm not sure why, (laughs) but typically doing mural commissions, it's just, I don't know if you just get more creative freedom or it's just, I'm not sure why that's just more fun. But I would take that mentality of really asking people, how can I customize this for you? And when I'm posting on social media and in the Facebook groups or on Reels, just restating that over and over and over again say, this is what I've created. These are examples of my work. Let me customize something for you. Let's get the conversation started about how that blank wall in your business can be transformed with paint. Let's customize something for you. And if things weren't happening and I had a dead week and you know I'm waiting on construction or someone to prep a wall or whatever, and I had a couple days to where... I had some free time. I would make some posts on Instagram, on my Instagram stories or wherever, wherever your place of choice is and say free mock-ups today, today only. 
if you have an idea or a logo or something that you've been thinking about wanting to paint, I'm not going to hold you to it, but I will help you mock it up to see if this is something that's worth exploring. So I would put that out there. That way, I'm not going out and painting for people for free, but I will spend an hour doing a mock-up for them in hopes to get that job. So putting out a post that says free mock-ups today only, message me, and we'll get the process started. So big tip, do that. And again, this is for people who really want to make some money this year. And sometimes it takes playing the long game and putting in a little bit of unpaid work in the forefront in order to make money later, but it will definitely be worth it. Okay, next piece of advice. I would find a local artist that is doing what I'm doing and tell them that I would like to job shadow them maybe once a week. And I would keep that up until I was so busy that I couldn't anymore, but I would get to know them because what's going to happen, and I've seen it happen many times, I do this, is if you get to know that person and you work with them, you not only can learn from them, you will establish that relationship and they will send you work. I do this all the time. And I do this to people who have painted with me because then we have that connection. We've you know painted together all day. We've had those conversations all day and I can see how they work for one. I can see their skill level. I can teach them some things about how to be better. And I trust them with my customers versus somebody that's just online that I don't know that well. If they've been in the academy for a while, I'm way more likely to refer people. But if somebody has just joined and I've only seen a little bit of their work, I'm probably not going to refer them. Unless it's like a super, super niche thing, then maybe. But I trust the people that I have worked with here locally to handle these people that I'm referring with them with grace and with respect. And we've talked about how community over competition and they they get it. I refer people like that. So that's what I would do. And you can come at it as a benefit all to you, but just suggest that you come on and help out the artist. I love when people come on and they help me block in the color or they help speed up the process or they wash brushes or they go get lunch or just like just little things, especially the blocking in part does so, so much, and you can gain so much more from it by just going out and asking for help. And just to give a little bit of an insight, whenever you're messaging these people, don't come at it with just your intention. Say, hey, I would love to learn from you. You I won't be a bother. I would love to, if there's a project that I could come on and help with, I would love that. If you need an extra hand, don't talk price don't talk payment. If they're a good person, they will pay you. But if, you know, just focus on helping them and I promise you will get way more in return, especially in the long game with referrals. After I've hustled for all of January, just posting like crazy, putting stuff out there, putting a paintbrush in my hand every day, trying to make connections with people, passing around flyers and showing people to work on my iPad I would just go so hard in January. And then once things started to pick up, there are some things I would drop. So I've noticed that small commissions, small prints, anything that's under $100, I wouldn't put very much focus in. If people want it, sure, but I wouldn't make my posts centered around those. I wouldn't advertise those things, really. You could throw it up on on your website if you want, but... 
I wouldn't waste my time packaging a $20 item versus going out and painting a mural and making $100 an hour or say back then $50 an hour. There's so much more potential in murals than there is in really any other part of my business. Logos are great too. Window painting, you can make a lot of money with that around the holidays as I've preached in the past, but murals are really, really where it's at. And that is where the majority of Artist Academy members that I've seen and that I've talked with and trained have made the money. And the way they're getting those big mural jobs is by having work already. So helping out that artist or painting for a friend in their home or your own home or going around and passing out flyers and getting those first couple jobs. Just having work, photos of your work, that will go so much further than any kind of post saying, hey, somebody hire me. This is what I do with no photo context. You have to have photos and you have to post those photos. So get those photos however you can of you working on cool stuff. The bigger, the better murals and put it out there. And what I would do, so specifically how I would do this is I would talk about how I worked with my current customers to create something custom for their unique home. I would state how their son loves the sports theme that we created in his room. And it was a mural surrounding his favorite team players or you know how the customer's home color theme consists of black and white. So we created this custom design to blend while also accent with gold highlights and bring warmth into the room. I would talk about how I customized these murals for other clients. And that way it's a post about how I've customized for other people. And then I want to do that for my current customers. And people will put that together without even you having to say, hey, hire me. You just say, this is what I did for them. And they'll be like, oh, I want that. You don't even really need to be salesy if you feel salesy by just asking for work, people will put it together in their minds. So posting in these Facebook groups. Also having photos to show whenever you're posting on things like Thumbtack. If you don't know what Thumbtack is, it's a good way to get mural jobs. Just go to thumbtack.com. You sign up, you post your stuff on there, you show, and then people will contact you and to try to hire you. And you get some jobs, you lose some jobs. I'm pretty sure we've done a couple episodes about Thumbtack in the past. If not, I have a full training on it in the academy. If you need help with that or just post in our Academy Facebook group asking about the successes that people have had with it and it will. Or you can just go on thumbtack.com and see for yourself. But I would have photos of work that I've had. That way I could have examples posting on Thumbtack and Facebook groups and Instagram reels and just making over and over again focusing on customization. And for those who are not a full-time artist yet but you want to be, And if I was assuming that I had a full-time job at the start of this year, but I wanted to work towards making six figures and being full-time by the end of it, I would be working as a side hustle on the weekends. And I would be using the weeknights for outreach sketches and everything that's not painting. This is how I would do my schedule. I would do everything computer-wise, social media-wise through the week. And then I would focus on painting on Saturday and Sunday. And yes, that means that you can't go do fun stuff sometimes. But I think for me, the hustle is worth it in the long run. And 
I would also go part-time in my job or find another one that I could go part-time in after I was booked out for two months. So if I was posting a bunch and I have two months worth of stuff and I'm starting to book people out 60 days plus, so my schedule would change from working a job three days a week to painting three days a week. As soon as I was booked out for another two months with painting gigs, so going from just painting on the weekends to painting several more days throughout because I only have a part-time job now, then I would talk about going full-time. And that's assuming that a slow season wasn't approaching. So January and February are typically my slow seasons. And I see that a lot with other people as well. It's time to take some time off or revamp or you know get ready for the year or whatnot. But those are the slow seasons. So as long as I wasn't approaching then. So I just don't want to give this advice for somebody who is in the midst of like a Christmas season or a summer season where things are really hot with murals and then you quit your job and then the winter comes and you're like, oh, wait, how do I do this? <laughs> Give yourself a cushion monetarily and also with your schedule and just foreseeing that you're going to have enough work to go full-time. But that is how I would do it. And we've had this conversation quite a bit in the Artist Academy of people wondering, when is the best time to go full-time with art? How do I slowly work into it? I don't recommend jumping headfirst, quitting your job right now with very few jobs on the horizon. Don't do that. This is exactly what I would do, what I just said. All right, that's all I have for you this week. I hope that this gives you a little bit of clarity on what to focus on in this coming year. And again, I'm just going to say murals are where the money's at. And just to plug my book, Mural Money, like this goes right along with it. If you need some inspiration, go to muralmoney.com. There's an audible version and you can listen to it while you paint. And there's just so much more of this kind of content, but way more in-depth, way more stories, way more examples of artists doing the things and their advice as well, muralmoney.com, if you want to start your year off with a bang and get even more <laughs> advice and all of the things. Okay, I'm going to go take care of a baby now. I'm still on maternity leave, but I wanted to come on and record a couple episodes for you. So I am rooting you on, and I hope that you succeed. And if you take anything from this podcast and put it into action this year, and you end up making profits on it, which I know you will if you actually take action on it, but I would love to know. So if you could message me on Instagram or wherever, and if my advice has helped you, I would love to know that and just follow you and continue to root you on. So, okay, I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week. <laughs>